Hey now, boys and girls, welcome in to a Teal Town USA Live. Uh, forgot the intro, doesn't matter. Who cares? <laughs> Nobody, not me. So we're here to talk about the Sharks pre-draft, looking for a new GM, a new coach. Uh, hell, they might be looking for a new building, a new city. We don't know, but we're going to talk <laughs> about all this shit today. But before we do, we got to say... If you're into our content, hey, follow us on the social media channels and don't be afraid to use the super chat option. Keep us commercial free, or better yet, hit us up on Venmo at Teal Town USA. So uh, it's it's me. Hi, it's been a while. Uh, and then Puck Guy and Ian, who were here like three hours ago. Fuck these guys. Uh, so yeah, those guys are the worst. Yeah. Oh, dude, horrible. So, Terrible. <laughs> First off, I mean, you guys already spoke and gave your piece about this whole firing of Bugner and, and the staff, but I did not. So I want to say my piece. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Go at it, bud. Uh, I, I heard what you guys said earlier, and, um, and for the most part, yeah, I, I agree. I, like, I don't understand why this didn't occur when they swept the offices of the Barracuda. Seemed a little odd. But then I started thinking about it. I'm going, well, they were kind of, with a new GM coming in, they were kind of on a fence where it was, we need to extend Bugner because he only has one year left, or we got to cut him loose because how many, as, as motivating as Bugner has been, how motivating is he going to be for some guys who know he's not going to be here a year from now. You know what I mean? Lame duck coaches, probably not the most motivating thing in the planet. So I looked at it from that perspective and it was just kind of like, yeah, probably better to cut bait now. But as to Ian's point earlier, how it took you this long to come to that decision is a little perplexing. Uh, but it is what it is. For whatever reason, the fact that Joe Will earlier today in the media call said they were in the coaching discussion up until last night, again, brings the question, why did it take you this long to get here? And if you look at Casey's article earlier today, it was, you know, Madden had earned praise for helping the penalty kill be one of the best in the NHL. McLean got a lot of kudos for helping Timo Meyer come out of his shell. And we all know what Dan Darrell brought to the, to the Sharks this last season. I mean, was there a challenge that he jumped in on that they didn't win? And it just makes you wonder, those are the three guys that you jettisoned along with Bugner, yet you retain Nabby. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well... Navi's a former shark though, so he has to stay. Like only former sharks can be in this front office and team. Dude, and yeah. that's that's the other thing that's driving me crazy is I keep on saying it's oh, Ray Whitney and Garpenloff and Mike Greer, and I'm like, why the hell does that seem to be the prereq to be a former? You know that you have to be a former shark to be a coach. I don't get that. I don't understand that. I think it's very short sighted. I think it's silly. I don't. I don't agree with it. I'm. I don't give a shit if you played for the Sharks at any point in your lifetime. I want the best person for the job. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and to add to that, too, like, since we did the show, you know, I've, I've had a lot of conversations on Twitter, and a lot of it's like, well, what if all the GM candidates decided that, like, 
oh, well, Bob Bugner wouldn't be my guy, so that's why they did it. And that's why they, but they still haven't hired a GM. But all the all the candidates agree. To me, like, that's still an indictment on this front office because if you, if it, like, based on what we've heard, right, again, it's all speculation, but based on what we've heard, we have, like, the GM finalists are drinking the tealist of teal Kool-Aid. So if all of them are telling you that this coach isn't good enough, like, why couldn't this teal-drinking, Kool-Aid-drinking front office figure this out a month ago? Like, I still think, like, I understand the logic and I understand where people are coming from, but I don't, I still think that's an indictment. Like, I don't think that's a, that's a, oh, good point. Uh, you, you're right. <laughs> I, I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, again, I don't understand how this decision wasn't made earlier. Again, I go back to the idea of like, well, you, you knew there was a year left on his deal. Mm-hmm. So like, I, again, a, 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 just not a great look for the Sharks in, in this. The other thing that you guys talked about that I also wanted to comment on is the Hasso Plotner thing. Yes. Uh, th- when it comes to Hasso, nothing, the one thing that you cannot say about Hasso is that he has tight purse strings. I mean, Chief right. has opened his wallet. To, I mean, the Sharks are getting a, a brand new scoreboard this season, and mm-hmm. that's on Hasso's dime. And that's gonna, that, that is not a cheap upgrade, my friends. Uh, a lot of upgrades have happened at the tank. I mean, they ripped up the entire floor during COVID and did a whole new ice thing. Now, that being said, when at, when the players were asked about it, most of them said, yeah, not much of a difference. Uh, they also put in uh, new escalators and also, I mean, a lot of stuff. Oh, not to mention the new stairs that they did on the outside to fit within earthquake specifications and all of that. Hasso has thrown buckets and buckets of money at SAP. So mm-hmm. I can't fall. And the team. Yeah, I can't. And, and, and Chief spends to the cap every, you know. Yep, yep. He, he, he's, so I, I can't be mad at Hasso's wallet is what I'm saying. No. Uh, what Was he snowed by Doug Wilson for a while or maybe believed in the vision a little too long? Remains to be seen, but we saw, and we've mentioned this before on the show that Doug Wilson changed his MO a few years ago. It used to always be no deal longer than five years, but we'll hand out NTCs, NMCs like they're candy at Halloween, but never longer than five years. And then what happens? I think it was was Mahalik, right? Got the seven year deal. Burns gets the eight year deal. All of a sudden everything starts to change a little bit that. And then you I think s- the lead changed though too, right? Like, I mean, we can't we can't ignore that that this was a league wide trend where guys were getting locked up to eight year deals across the league. And it is a copycat league. Yeah. Yep. Right. Uh, you know, nobody wants to sign the Luongo year long deal. <laughs> but yeah, all of a sudden we started to see that transformation. And then who was it that said that? Uh, I don't know if it was. Sarah Valley or one of the podcasts that mentioned that uh, maybe the GM position in San Jose might not be the most sought after position. And it's yeah, like, that was Sarah Valley on the Daily Faceoff podcast. Yeah, last time I looked, there's only like 32 of these positions, and no, you kind of want one. <laughs> yeah, like, and it, 
to me, if you, if you take this position, I don't care who they end up getting, even if it's a case of, yes, you look at them on cap friendly and you go, oh, Jesus Christ, I have my work cut out for me. <laughs> but if you make it happen, how much does your stock go up? You know what I mean? If you can turn this around with some really inventive ideas, man, is your stock as a GM going to go up significantly? But for sure. And, and look, I mean, Doug Wilson Sr. was here for how many years? Like 19? 19 years, right? Like, is this going to be... I'm curious to see how much rope the new GM is going to get to try and wiggle his way out of this mess that the Sharks are currently in. Because, you know, and and that's that's the thing I said earlier, too. Like, it's if, if that's true, like, if this isn't a sought-after job... Now, you're right, there's only 32 of them, but if you feel like you're going to get in a situation where... You, an owner is going to tie your hands. You know, you don't want to be a one and done either. So I think I can understand that aspect of it. Well, and, and I might I, be wrong. Maybe there's only 31 of these positions because we don't count Nashville, right? <laughs> yeah, that's well, true. Going anywhere. <laughs> Very true. Well, you're not wrong. <laughs> but Doug Wilson, here's the other thing that I that I would also say: if Doug Wilson doesn't, you know, have whatever uh, health issues that take him away from the team. Would he still be there? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have no doubt in my mind that if Doug Wilson was still healthy, he would be the GM of this team. And obviously, you know, again, we say this every time, but, it you know, it's just said, I, I, I hope nothing but the best for, for Doug Wilson, whatever he's going through. I hope that he is able to get through it. Absolutely. I, I, you know, you're an asshole if you say otherwise. But, yeah. So yeah. we had the discussion, uh, the, or the media call, I should say, with Joe Will earlier. Uh, <clears throat> again, it, and this goes back to something that Ian said, you know, it's the, the cone of silence that it surrounds the Sharks with whatever they're going to do. Now, the funny thing is for me, it's like the, mo the more that I hear Ray Whitney or Mike Greer or somebody <laughs> else mention, to me, the less and less I think that's actually going to be the choice. I mean, they, they were, there was something put out that said, you know, like, if the name gets out into the, into the zeitgeist, into the, mm -hmm. the, the Twitter sphere, that that would actually be like a mark against you. So I just want, I want it to be like revealed Scooby-Doo style that it was, it's Doug Wilson Sr. all along. <laughs> I would like that. He would have gone away with two for those kids and their yeah. sources. Yeah. Unmasking his Doug Wilson. Senior. Their damn sources and speculative articles that have been going on forever. <laughs> <sighs> so we heard all of that from Joe Will this morning that it's still, it's a process and blah, blah, blah. And it's so funny to look at the social media, particularly on, on Facebook. The, the speculate oh there somebody this morning going oh they're they're totally going to announce their GM later today and sorry yeah <laughs> and we were hoping <laughs> to be what to be fair I don't even I don't I would not bet money that it's going to be announced before the draft there's God there is no definitive timeline on this they yeah. they the work now this is the other thing too. For all the people, the, the the Facebook peeps that are like shouting from the mountaintops, all of the work for the draft this has been done months and months and months ago. And yeah. Doug Wilson or whoever, GM, they are a figurehead 
at the draft. They yeah. are the ones that are handed the pick, and he goes, yeah, sounds good, and goes up there and says, "What? how do you pronounce this again? Okay, cool. And he yeah. goes up there. <laughs> and, and he he's... takes the picture and he smiles. Exactly. It's This work has been done months and months ago by Tim Burke, by Wilson Jr., by scouts all over the continent, all over the mm-hmm. all over the world. So, th- like, this work has been done. Yeah, so, yeah like, and that's something that I've tried to stress on Twitter, too. It's like, I, I, I know people, like, get fixated with dates, and they want, they want things now because that's just the society we live in, right? Like, everything's just sure. instant. You know, we're, we're used to, like, instant gratification. We get instant news. We get, you know, whatever. So when Dude, Amazon happens, Prime, get, bitches! <laughs> right. So, like, when nothing happens, I, I understand people getting antsy, but, like, the draft was never, like, a pressure point for me. Um, now, the buyout window opening today, that, that's a pressure point for me. Now, and I'm, gra- like, I'm glad you bring that up because Joe Will, when asked about that from our buddy Shang, they mm-hmm. basically said, it's like, look, the, the, the sweetheart pick, the one that everybody's looking at is Vlasic. And yeah. Joe Will seemed to be, not only today, but a couple months ago when there was a media call, he seems to be very much on the um, Vlasic train that we... We, th- I mean, I'm not, I'm paraphrasing, but it's for sure. It definitely has this vibe of, you know, we think he can be uh, somebody who can contribute to this team. Not that he's going to bounce back and, you know, be 2012 Mark Edward Vlasic by any stretch, but it's the case of buyout is, we're not saying it's off the table, but it is the very last, last, last resort that we would look at. And I'm on record saying that, you know what? Make him the highest paid seventh defenseman in the league next season. Why not? Oh, Don't... The, that buyout penalty is gross. Exactly. This season. So why make it eight years where if you can limp along for a year and make it six, it makes it a little more consumable. But yeah. right again, make him the seventh. Pay- and maybe if he's the seventh defenseman on the team, uh Perhaps that expands his no trade, no move for him. <laughs> All of a sudden, instead of three teams, he's like, uh, yeah, here's 15 teams I wouldn't mind going. He has, he has a full no move. I mean, he, he doesn't have to go anywhere he doesn't want. No, like, he doesn't here, have the sweetheart three no trade. No, no. here's it's, – it's funny you say that. And this is some new information that came across my wire the other day that I actually was talking with Jerk about is that it uh, – according to uh, Casey – or I'm sorry, Corey? Corey. 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 According to Corey, Vlasic has a no movement clause for this year. And then the remaining three years goes into a modified where he submits a list of three teams. So so similar to how the hurdle deal is constructed. So one more year of this. So again, I'm on, you know, I'm on team limp along. And yeah, make him the seventh highest paid defenseman in the league, or, or the highest paid seventh defenseman in the league, and ju- just roll with it. And then next year you've got the three team deal. And like I said, after a year of being the seventh D, maybe that three team deal for Vlasic gets a little bit bigger. We we don't know, but I'm I'm very much team limp along. Now, why am I there? Yeah, that, that bio penalties. Like, I understand. Like, look, at I am not Mark Edward Vlasic's biggest fan at this point. 
but I just think that penalty is just you know it's, gentry it's gross. Though, right? <laughs> right. It's <laughs> gross. It, it's an absolutely like I, I think it, it does more harm than good to do it now. Like yep. I, again, I'm not I'm not sitting here pumping the tires of Mark Edward Vlasic. Like but I think from a I think there's other ways you can tinker around the roster a little bit that make more sense than buying a classic at this point. Yeah. And again, I, I have no delusions of this team being good next year. I don't care what the Sharks sell me. Like, I'm not buying. I'm not buying anything. And, that, and that's kind of, that's another place where I'm at where it's, look, you obviously want to pump up the tires. You want to spin the best brand possible, yada, yada, yada. We're never going to rebuild and blah, blah, blah. Despite the fact that, let's be honest, you've basically been in the middle of a rebuild for the last couple of years. It's, it, it, it is what it is. The, the fact of the matter is, Becker, uh, a year or so ago, you know, president of the team, Jonathan Becker, came out and said, you know, it's going to be very difficult for me to sell a three-year deal to a season ticket holder while telling them, we're going to suck for these three years. And... I'm on the other side of it going, well, if, if I'm a fan, if I'm enough of a fan that I'm going to buy season tickets, I already know you're going to yeah. suck for the next three years. Yeah. Like, I am aware of Yeah, I of mean, this. like, fans have figured it out. Like, we, you, I mean, you don't have to look. I mean, you could obviously look at, you can talk about COVID and everything else. But if you think that, that it's just all COVID, like, that's why Sharks attendance has done what it's done, then... I, I got a bridge in New York. I can sell you too, like yeah, and a big statue. If you next think the performance of this torch. team, right? If you think that this team's performance has nothing to do with the attendance issues at SAP, like fans are smarter than this. So I, I don't know what the benefit is of being like, okay, well, you know, we're just going to keep going for it because I think that probably does more harm to your brand than it's patronizing <laughs> than this. It yeah. is. It, it is kind of patronizing. It, yeah, it's patronizing. It's Again, going back to that quote that Doug Wilson had a year ago that said, you know, we're not as far away as people think. And I'm looking at the at the schedule from last year when it first came out, and I'm starting to go through, and I'm like, no, I think you're pretty much right where we think you are. And what Vegas said and what ended up happening is you were actually worse than where you yeah. projected to be. And this goes back to the Bugner issue where the first year he gets – thrown into the fire halfway through the well not all the way you know a third of the way through the season but he gets saddled mm-hmm. with cuda coaches right mm-hmm. you know people are promoted yeah because okay. the coaching staff had to be who are we paying there's a <laughs> pandemic going on like so you have to deal for, with for that. all the talk about how we we praise um hostel flatner for opening his wallet like there have been situations where and, and look at me i it's his fucking team right sure um he can spend the money the way he wants to spend it. But, like, there have been moments like that where it's like, hmm, I need to figure out who I'm paying because I am not hiring anyone right now. <laughs> well, Bugner thrown into the fire that way. Then the following year, yeah. it's spend the entire camp in Arizona. 12 of the first 14 or whatever are played in Arizona. Like, yeah. they're just hosed. So this year, it was like he actually had a real camp had his the coaches that he wanted in place despite Rocky Thompson leaving at the last possible second but yep. you had all of those pieces in place and one of the things that was thrown at us through state media over and over was the fact that 
wow, you know, the Sharks, no other team has had more rookies play this particular year. So he had to make chicken salad out of chicken shit. So that's why I I sit there and kind of go, like, there are some people that go, they question some of the deployment. And I was one of them, too, where you're just going, wait a minute, Nieto's out there on fucking overtime against Landeskog or McKinnon? What? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, There was one particular game against the Edmonton Oilers in overtime, I remember, where they put out, like, a a who of of three players, and you're like, why? And following the game, Bugner thought, well, the strategy was we'll, we'll get Nieto, and we'll we'll get like a like a Barabanov and and like a you know like a Merkley out there like guys with speed or whatever that can try to contain Connor until he comes off and then we'll put out our oh shit the puck's in the back of our net already okay well it was an interesting right. idea guys so yeah on that I can understand why people will dump on Bugner a little bit but I still go back to the idea of like this was his first time he actually was able to put together a squad and have everything in the going in the right way going into the camp they mentioned this is one of the best camps they've ever had they you know one of the things that wasn't mentioned in the media call it's like oh by the way not only do you have like limited talent on this team your best score from last year he's not here anymore so you got to deal with that I think it's a situation of, like, two things can be true, right? Like, sure. Bugner got a raw deal. I think that's fair. But he was also a shit coach. Two things can be true. But I I don't think... I think some of his deployment choices can absolutely be questioned. But one of the things that I don't think can be questioned... The Sharks this season never waved the white flag. No, that's true. You know, when Jones was in net, there was a, they'd get down two mm-hmm. goals and it would be like, fuck it, we're out. You know, I guess, yeah, I guess we'll go to the next game. But this year, that's one of the things I have to give Bugner credit for is he had these guys going until the end. And how many, what was it in, I forget if it was in March or February. It was one of those months where I remember tracking it. I'm like, Jesus Christ, if you go and look, the Sharks lost, every loss that they had, over the course of like 20 games, their 20 losses, each one, if you take out empty net goals, it was all one goal games. It's not on yeah. Bugner that this team doesn't have enough offense, that they're a one line team. You know, that's not Bugner's fault. No, 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 no. I mean, the Sharks have become like an absolute comedy of errors. I mean, in, in certain aspects, I completely agree with you, but. It's like Bugner, it, he's not on the on the at fault for the. It's we, well, okay. We got Hurdle, and we got Meyer, yeah. and we got Couture, yeah. and sometimes Barabanov. Once in a while, Bossers, but that's pretty much it. And that Ballin. is not Bugner's fault. So to like it, you know to, to scapegoat Bugner like this, I, I think is. Again, I go back to the idea of how much are you going to get the players to play for you as hard as they did when they know that you're a lame duck coach. That's going to be difficult. But mm-hmm. either way, I still think that Bugner got as much as you could out of the limited talent that he was given. You know, if you're yeah, if, I if, mean, if you're giving shitty groceries, yeah. the meal that you can cook probably not going to taste the best. 
Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, at the same time, though, right? I mean, like, results matter. Like, I'm not saying that this team was a fucking world-beating team, right? I'm not saying that this team had all the pieces that an NHL coach would want to have. Because, obviously, we know that's not true. We know that injuries were, you know, injuries piled up on this team pretty badly this year. Like, there's a lot of excuses. I don't know. But I still wonder if you bring in a guy... I'm trying to think of a guy off the top of my head like that just got hired, right? Like, I just wonder if you get a guy like Bruce Cassidy and do you get more than Bob Lugner got out of this group? Systems like maybe. And I, I would I, debate I think, that I don't know that you could. There's you, just not I, enough we, offense We'll never there. know. Yeah, there's just we'll not never enough know. offense there. We, you know, yeah, but we've seen coaches, you know, we've, but we have seen coaches squeeze every last drop of juice out of a team uh, to get them, you know, at least into the playoffs where – Ugner didn't do that. And I'm not saying that he had the tools to do it. Again, I'm not, I am not, don't take this as me trying to stick up for the, the construction of this team. Because oh, I'm taking it as that. It is, is not <laughs> good either. But I just, I don't know, man. I just wonder if another, if a different coach squeezes just a little more out of the team. I mean, again, Corey pointed out this club was level with Calgary and Dallas at 46 points on January yeah. 28th. You know, yeah. like they were playing well. When they, let's be honest, they started off four and zero, and all of us were sitting there Jack Nicholson gif, right? We were all mm-hmm. like, "Oh my God, what? Where did this come from?" And then they lost the next three, and we went, "Oh, there is the sharks we were looking for." <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> there they are. Yeah, but the you know the last forty one games, it was fucking brutal. But yeah. again, I go back to the to the point of. The majority of those losses came by a single goal. And yeah. to me, that all goes back to Pavelski's last season where they were second in the league in scoring, and since then they've never been better than 26th in scoring. And that, to me, is not on the coach. That is on the pieces you are given. Yeah, I, like I said, I think two things can be true. I don't think Bob Bugner is a good coach. I, I think his coach, his record in the NHL outside of the Sharks is indicative of that as well. Yes. No, and, and that I would pr- completely agree. I think he's a solid assistant. I don't know that he should have the big chair. Yeah, like, I, I just, I just like, again, right? It's like, you could you could argue that buying out Martin Jones last year was, was a waste of time because, it, you know, like, James Reimer was, yeah, he was better, but did it turn into more wins? No, not really. But, you know, um, is it easier to to, to buy a ticket to go watch James Reimer 10 gold and Martin Jones? Absolutely. Yeah, but I think this is the same thing. And I don't want to fault Reimer too much because sometimes mm-hmm. Chief did not get the No, and I'm help. not faulting Reimer. I'm just I'm just saying like, you know what I mean? Like sometimes like sometimes things that don't seem like like you could argue like you could keep Bob Bugner in his spot for another year and wait for another crop of coaches to come up, but like sometimes I don't sometimes I think changes even though they, they might not seem worthwhile, I think in the longer run can be better. Well, let me ask you this. What, uh, what coach is on your radar? What is somebody who is available right now that <laughs> makes you think like, yeah. hmm. Because I'm, I'm with you. I'm tired of the retread movement as well. Like, I yeah. want some new blood. I'm, I'm very much like, and seeing now this is going right. to go against what I was saying earlier with the whole like, well, being a former shark is a huge thing on your fucking resume but i'm like i'm very i've i've been saying forever i'm like i'm very team marco stern 
Oh, I'm absolutely sure. Marco Sturm team. I mean, that that guy. But, I mean, Ian, we talked about this earlier, but Andrew Brunette. I mean, yeah, I mean, you could you could bring in a guy like Andrew Brunette. Like, again, there's I, I don't think you have to look far to find a better coach than Bob Bugner. I just again and it goes back to, you know, what we said earlier about like kind of how this front office looks kind of fucking inept right now. You waited until all these coaches got hired and then decided, oh, man, Bob Bugner is not our guy. Like, it took you this long to decide that. Yeah, like, but nothing that's happening that's, in this front office is, okay, looks but, incredibly good on them. So, but, but, and again, though, that goes back to my whole lame duck theory is, mm-hmm. is there a coach that they already have in mind? You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's kind of flying under the radar. They've talked to, the, you know, they've... They've talked that Joe Will spoke about it at length that they were doing four to six hour Zoom interviews with mm-hmm. 12, 15, 18 different candidates and talked about their vision for the team. And there may be a couple of coaches that the Sharks have in their back pocket for ideas. What do you think of this? And, and that could play into part of it. Or they could have spoken to a couple of the candidates that tell, told the Sharks. You know, somebody who isn't being given an opportunity or someone's no no one's talking about is this person. That is the person okay. that I'd be looking at. Right. So hire that GM and then let him fire the coach and let him bring in the new coach. Uh, because and again, that I agree with you. This all looks amateur. This looks so amateur hour. Because you like I like I said with Puckeye earlier, right? Like you have a bunch of carts but no horses to bring them anywhere. Mm-hmm. No, that and, I agree and, with you. And it's not just amateur hour to us. I mean, how many people called out the Sharks about, oh, I feel bad for Bob Bugner. I think we saw Friedman, uh, yeah. LeBron, I mean, Wyshynski. I mean, this doesn't look great I feel bad for right the now. Sharks. I, I mean, I feel bad for Bob Bugner, too, but I feel worse for the Sharks because you waited until now and let a bunch of guys get hired before you made a decision on your lame duck coach. And, Again, and, absolute and, ineptitude. And two weeks ago, you, you might have had a cream of the crop to pick this. Uh, and Again, yeah. And, and, and that's not to say that just because you call up, and I'm just using him as an example. I'm not advocating here. You call up John Tortorella. There's no guarantee John Tortorella is coming to San Jose. You call Barry Trotz. There's no guarantee Barry Trotz would be like, yeah, San Jose, fuck yeah, I'm in. Right? Like, you don't know. But to not even have the opportunity to interview these guys because you haven't made a decision? Well, to be like, fair, though, Barry, Barry Trotz is still available. Barry Trotz is still available, <laughs> for sure. But you know what I mean, though? Like, Bruce Cassidy, you know, obvi- pretty much anyone other than Peter DeBoer. Um, you know, Kevin Lacey was talking about um, Jim Montgomery. Like, there's a guy, I yeah. think, Former shark. Deserved another kick at former the shark. <laughs> former shark. So you have that going for you. And I'm not saying because he's a former shark. But there's a guy, you know, who is getting a second kick at the can that maybe you would want to at least interview for the job. I mean, obviously the one interview, he's a former shark. And that is how you get an interview with this organization. Yeah, I was like, I think if you just like show up next to SAP Center with your like old jersey on, they'll interview. Are you right? The, I, the, like, what do you want to do? Do you want to sell some tickets? Do you want to be a GM, maybe a scout? <laughs> like, what do you want to do? What's, what's your level of commitment here? So, so what I'm getting at, AJ, is maybe I was that close when you talked to Becker about getting named GM. Just saying. Uh, it could have been. Uh, the only thing that I've received card confirmation on that is not in the running is uh, Brody Brazil, and that is true. 
Right. That is true. I've received hard confirmation on that. Um, <laughs> he does not get a look. It is what it is. Uh, so, anyway. But does Curtis Brown get a look? Oh, crap. Don't get dude, him started. Man, dude, you are poking <laughs> the bear, dude. Don't get started. You are poking the bear, brother. I know. I know. I'm poking the bear. I know. I know exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, so, with that... Um, we're going to see what happens. But the, the only thing I can sit here and say is like, look, do I think Bugner got kind of a raw deal on this? Yeah, I do. That's that's my take on it. As I stated, it's that, you know, had to come in in 2019, 2020 season deal with, you know, being injected third of the way through the season, being given given an AHL staff following year, spends all the time in Arizona. And then this year, finally, gets a, a decent look but the the team is inundated from injury and covid and, and all of that. i mean honestly you had no idea who the fuck was centering the third line night after night because who either was, due to injury who was playing the COVID. middle pair yeah that as well yeah between injury the, the only people that you could count on it felt like was like brent burns and oh that might be it <laughs> you know what i mean so I mean, maybe Vlasic because he was just in the lineup, except for what, what that one time he scratched. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. So it's like I ability, baby. I thought Bugner got <laughs> it, the most you could get out of this squad. Again, I would question some of his overtime deployments completely, but I think yeah. that this that he got the most. Out, like I don't know that another coach would have really gotten any more. I'll say this. Another coach might have gotten an, another couple of wins or two out of this. I don't think there is any coach on their best day that would have taken the 21-22 Sharks to the playoffs. I don't think yeah, that coach I exists. Think that's fair. Yeah, uh, uh, that's that's and I I, I don't. And that's an indictment on the way. talent on the team that Bugner had nothing to do. With. Yeah, I mean it, it's because the front office is 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 like. The, the amount of respect I've lost for this front office over the season. Like, it's just, it's clown juice, man. And here comes the other part now. It's like, yeah, okay, we, all the draft work is done. But when you get to Thursday and all all the other GMs are, hey, you know, um, I'll, I'll, I'll take uh, number nine for uh, picks 21 and 38. I mean, yeah, Joe Will will be there, but, you know, it's, it's kind of like, oh, oh, hey, guys. Uh, how you doing? Uh, yeah, I'm just here for a little bit, you know. Uh, I want to make this move. What the uh, fuck okay. are you talking about? No, basically, like when you're on the he's saying, like, basically, because there's not a GM that's, like, shaping the future of the team on the floor at the draft if they don't have someone on the floor uh, by then, then to make then the trade. I'm, 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 I think Joe Will can make these decisions. He's been with the team forever. Uh, <clears throat> it wouldn't Is surprise he me. Like, it, he's been with the team forever. And I know. Here, here's something that nobody has mentioned. I mean, yes, technically, DW is has left the organization. How, who's to say that he doesn't like text DW and say, hey, we're thinking about doing this. What do you think? Like, at least solicits <laughs> his opinion. He doesn't have to go with it, but just as a sounding board. But I don't know. It's a, The draft, I'm really not that concerned with. I think the no, Sharks, you know, based on the call that we had, or we that the media at large had with a few notable exceptions. The media spoke with Joe Will, Tim Burke, and Doug Wilson Jr. I got the impression 
that it's very much kind of how the last few drafts have been. We are not going to draft by a position of need. We're going to draft what we deem is the best player available. And over the last couple of drafts, that seems to have worked in the Sharks' best interest. So yep. I, I'm, I'm fine with that. And like I said, this work has been done months and months and months ago. Their draft board was probably completed before April Fool's Day. Like, they knew... They, they've locked on to the players that they are most interested in if they're available at certain points. Now, that being said, who's to say that some slapdick organization doesn't come along and pull a Merkel Mueller on this shit and say, hey, Sharks, we'll give you this pick and this pick to move up two picks to take your 11th, and then we'll mm -hmm. give you 13th and 22nd or whatever. I'd, I'd be like... Yeah. Hey, that could be interesting. Now, Doug Wilson Jr. also pointed out that this draft is deep in that a lot of there's a lot of unknown aspects going into it because certain players were unable to play during COVID. They lost some time yeah. there. You weren't able to properly scout them. So there could be some little gems in the rough, and that all goes to the scouting department and the scouts that they have all over the place. So... You look into that, you're going to go, can they find that that Joe Pavelski, that Justin Braun, that that Kevin LeBanc? You know what I mean? I'm glad you mentioned that because I think that's something that I'm really fascinated by is like in the later rounds of this draft, how many players that are like draft plus, you know, like over, like over their draft year by a year or maybe two, um, maybe get picked up in the later rounds uh, with because like you said, like there was there was leagues that didn't even play. Like this year, everyone played, but last year, like the OHL didn't even play. So I'm curious to see how many like late round picks are are draft year plus one, draft year plus two players. Yeah, I, I, and that is something that Doug Wilson Jr. mentioned. Uh, I want to call out the, uh, the 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 douchebag bot in the chat who's <laughs> posting oh. up To me, I look at it and I go. Oh, that's when you know you've made it. <laughs> yeah. And here he comes I again. I see the chat. I'm sad. Oh, here he comes again. He's like, I've already banned him, but he's still mm. trying to like slide in and like post shit. And it's just like, uh, yeah, we have mods and uh, the, they know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> we got I'm you, sad. Buddy. Now I got to go watch the YouTube chat. Now this makes me sad. Yeah. It's a bunch of, you know, look, look at naked girls, blah, 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 blah. And it's just oh, like, man. Broham. On the internet? Yeah, I, I know. It's like, wait a minute. I can see naked females on the internet? The hell you say? When did this become a thing? <laughs> yeah. See NHL, you you want to do uh you want to do incessant gambling ads? We're we're going we're going to go one better. Yeah. Porn baby. Hell yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, Eric, if you can take a look at that, make sure that sucker's in timeout and all of that. I'm but, looking. Yeah. Yep. So, anyway, <laughs> Uh, I'm not looking at the thing. I'm looking at our chat. Sure, <laughs> sure. We've seen your tabs before. We know. Oh, shut the fuck uh, up. So uh, let's let's uh, just touch on a few other things before we get out of here. Uh, keep hearing the speculation. You know, Whitney, Greer, Garp, and Law are reported among the finalists. Uh, none of again, this excites me, but I don't hate it either. Like none of that. I'm on team. Let it play out. Yeah. I, as am I. None of it excites me, but f you know, for 
to to put it in a uh, in a hockey jerk kind of phrasing, uh, from what I'm from what I'm hearing, <laughs> you know, many people are saying that though like the names that we're hearing mm-hmm. aren't even close. Like the, the like we'll see. Like they they might have been talked to, they're not in the finalist group. So yeah, we will see. It's and so here's the other thing is I get the, and I'm not trying to dump on any anybody specific. This goes across the board. Uh the, the and this goes across sports. What well, you know, basketball, yeah, yeah. football, baseball, hockey, the the speculative articles, you know, so what if you know the 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 San Francisco Giants get Aaron Judge. Well, tell me when it fucking happens. You know oh, I, I, exactly I, what what Ian said. What was it a couple of shows ago? Just tell me when it. When we need yeah, it. Like, this morning. What give it, a tell fuck. me what happens, and I will give you my opinion. Like yeah. when something happens, I will give you my fucking opinion. Yeah, but until like, then, like, I, and I understand. I get it, man. I understand. Like, yeah, exactly. I get it. Like, the, hey, there there are podcasts and and websites. They got to pay the bills, so they post the clickbait. The, the speculation shit, what if this, what if that, if this happens. I'm just saying that there there's probably a, a certain amount of people out there that love to get riled up by that. I'm just saying it's not my jam. No, you know? yeah, I, I'm with you. Yeah, it's just, it's just not my, it's not my vibe. I, I want to talk about what what is, not what could yeah. be. So yeah, that, yeah. that's... No, I, I, I feel the same. I mean, I, and, and look at, again, like this... this <laughs> Spoiler alert, this doesn't feed my family. Um, so <laughs> right? And that's the whole thing. It's like, I get it. You you want to post speculative shit for clickbait to, to pay some bills. I get that. And again, I'm not calling anybody specific out. This is across yeah. all sports, across all different platforms. I'm just saying this is, we, we see it. it, it we see it uh, politically. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. let's post something to get them clicks. So yeah, yeah. that's... Ian and I are, you know, of the same mind where it's like, if that's your jam, hey, listen to it all day long. It's just not mine. I want to talk yeah. about what is. But I do think it's the the thing to take from that, though, is that when you see article after article saying, you know, uh, it could be Whitney, could be Greer, could be Garpenloff, could be this person, this person, or whatever. What happens if it ends up coming out where it's it's it ends up being somebody that wasn't even on their fucking radar like how much credibility do you lose you know what i mean that you've been posting these names for while well, oh these are the ones they're talking to and blah 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 i, I don't it's know it's hard too though because like the the names that are that are saying these names like they're not going to lose any credibility like you think Pierre LeBrun's going to lose some credibility here if it turns out well, to be not, I mean, Patrick Marlowe is the next gem of the San Jose Sharks? <laughs> I mean, no, well, Facebook not necessarily lose <laughs> lose that credibility, but yeah, there's no, a little I, I, bit of trustworthiness, that. you know? Yeah, for sure. Like we all know, you know, I, I the LeBrons, the the Cerevalis, the you know, the Freedmans of the world, they're pretty plugged in. And so if they've for been sure. if they've been spewing like the same name for the last three weeks and it ends up being not remotely close to what it ends up being, it does make you kind of, you know, question the next time you see them post some shit. Yeah, but like the the San Jose Sharks front office inner workings are better protected than the nuclear codes. So No, and I feel you on that. You and, and let's be honest, even if they miss, even if the LeBruns and the Freedmans and, and the Sarah Valleys of the world, if they miss on this one. They still, you know, they're still batting like 800. 
850, you know? True. Yeah, true enough. Like, I don't get, like, again, man, I I love everyone, right? Oh, I've covered my camera. <laughs> I I love everyone. So I'm like, I'm not... Except I, I know Philly you're not, fans. I'm not, Fuck those guys. I am not trying to say, like, like I'm not trying to say that AJ's out here trying to pick fights either, because he's not. Like, that's not what's happening here. I, I oh. just, I get it. I just, but I, but I, but I agree with, like, wholeheartedly. Like, I know a lot of people are like, oh, what about this? Like, I'm like, I don't get paid to do this. So, like, give me something, like, actual meat on the bone to talk about. I'll talk about it for hours. Like, Dude, look at how, what I've done today. I've sat in a dugout <laughs> at the Nipigon Community Center on my phone. It, like, you know, getting eaten alive by mosquitoes. It's the engine that drives social media. It, it is, yeah, no, it is. We and, need and, something to scream from the mountaintop about. And within between the Stanley Cup final and then the draft, yeah, there's going to be a boatload of speculation. But like you guys said, if there's some meat to it, yeah, then then let's let's gnaw at it. Oh, and, dude, and that's the whole thing. It if somebody's like you know, parked up outside of SAP Center, who's got like the the telephoto lens and has a shot of Ray Whitney walking in. Absolutely. Let's fucking yeah, show, talk about it. Show me it. that picture. Yeah. But, it, you know, as they say on the social, pics are, didn't happen. <laughs> you can tweet those pictures to <laughs> at Tealtown yeah, USA can, on no, Twitter. No, not tweet them. DM them. Yes, oh, yeah, Richard. So, uh, give us permission to use them. Yeah. Yes. So, so hey, if you DM'd them, that's permission granted, as far as I'm All concerned. Right. Uh, so, with that, <laughs> I, th- I think it's time to wrap it up. Uh, look, there's going to be a lot to discuss over the next couple of weeks. There's the draft. There's free agency. Uh, there's a lot of other things to talk about over the course of this summer. There's uh, little things like tickets. Ticket prices going down on average by 3%, but parking has gone up 10%. And, you know, and concessions have gone up 8% and blah, blah, blah. I mean, there's stuff like that. that there's things to talk about, like you want to talk about speculation. Holy shit. There is a big old goddamn amusement park <laughs> right next to Levi's in Santa Clara that has been sold and could be scraped as soon as six years, as long as 11 years. But then you get all the speculation people going, hmm, wouldn't that be an interesting place to put the Sharks right next to the 49er? Uh, you, you've got Mitchell and Ness. And the NHL teaming up for a new partnership, despite the fact that Fanatics owns Mitchell Ness and already has a partnership with it. But either way, uh, you have that. Uh, We're going to have roster changes. We're going to have photos of a new scoreboard. And in fact, uh, next week, you might want to keep an eye on the Teal Town USA Twitter. You might see some photos, uh, the, the last photos ever of the current Jumbotron coming down to give its last looks. Hey, Jay, how dare you say that? It's Cinder Hung scoreboard. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. It's, to me, Jumbotron is to the Cinder Hung scoreboard as Kleenex is to nose tissue. That's, uh, just, it's just what you call it. You know? I'm, I'm just following my future boss's uh, I feel recommendations. Uh, there's going to be reverse retro 2.0 jerseys. Will there be another Sharks jersey to talk about? I don't know. Either way, between now and the start of the season. More Kuda jerseys at some point, too, right? Who? More Kuda jerseys at who? some point, More Kuda jerseys, <laughs> yeah. yeah. There will be two more Kuda jerseys. One supposedly released at the end of July. Another one released early August. And for those of you who don't know... There's this little thing that the NHL has to adhere to called a schedule. Yes. That's going to be coming out in the next week and a half. So 
We're still going to have a lot of content for you, uh, but we're not going to yeah. manufacture it. We're not going to do this speculative bullshit. We will not do a show that says, hey, what if Patrick Waugh was the San Jose Sharks next head coach? We're not going to do that. We're going to talk about what you is. You might not do that. Teal no. tinted glasses might. No, we won't do that either. Well, okay. Now, that's the whole thing. If you want to hear the what if bullshit, teal tinted is there for you. They are there to tell you what Jerk, Lacey, and Ian will tell you what. Who the best goalies on the planet are? Uh, we we did a tier list and it was fun um if you haven't checked it out check it out it was a fun show uh i thought it turned out really well there you go um yeah see we, so we, we will we will tell you stuff but again there's still meat on the bone there a little bit yeah a little bit uh so uh final words puck guy hey uh let's, okay then we, uh ian <laughs> go ahead puck guy <laughs> i've missed you aj Fuck so, <laughs> uh hey it's a clean start, clean slate. Maybe we finally, you know, evolve is oh, what geez. I think we saw with from J- Joe Will. It's the so new evolution of Sharks hockey. In other words, it's rebuilding. So uh, I, I'm at Puck Guy I, four times. That's really bold Instagram. of you to think that, sir. Ev- evolution to what are we evolving into? I don't know. Into a I, younger squad? Uh, that screams rebuild to me. The Arizona Coyotes? <laughs> Oh, hey, 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 we have a better building than than that um, 4,000 seat, you know, Sun Devil the, rink. The, the Sharks minor league team has a better building. Bam. <laughs> You're welcome for that assist, AJ. Are you done? Oh, yeah. Oh, Twitter, okay, Ian, go ahead. Uh, I mean, this fucking team. But what else can I say? <laughs> this fucking team. Um, you know what? I think I have a I have a long ride home Sunday to to really ponder all this stuff and then I'm sure there'll be a teal tinted glasses coming up. Hopefully with something actually to talk about, like, you know, not just more questions than answers, which is what this summer is this is this is what this shark summer has been. The shark summer has been the summer of more questions than answers. I'd like some fucking answers at some point. Yeah. I, I'm I'm dying to see that white smoke billowing over the top of the arena that says, Okay, yeah. We have chosen a new GM. That's the other thing to keep an eye out for here at Teal Town USA. We're, when it happens, we're going to cover it. We're going to be in on that reveal, whether it's done via Zoom, whether it's done at SAP Center. Remains to be seen. I Will any of the local sports radio stations cover it? Probably not, so that's why we're here for you. Have they right. still not tweeted out about it? Who? Who? Has any of the other... Bay Area sports stations tweet out, "Oh, hey, by the way, uh, yeah, I'm don't, looking." Don't know, don't care. It's like I no, looked, no, no. It, it, there's a little. <clears> bit I looked of a within. Care. No, I looked within the first hour that it happened, and it didn't. And to me, that was like, no, you, you, you lost your window. The, you, you don't get uh, points for for putting out the fire that you started later. You know what I mean? It's like no. Yeah. You, you, yeah, I you mean, had like, your opportunity. I, I, I'm just, I'm happy that like. Not, you know, pat myself on the back, too, but, like, I'm glad, like, there's stuff like us out there because, God, this team is so under-fucking-served oh, media-wise. Oh, dude, that's what I'm saying. I mean, uh, yeah. l- look, I, I, don't, I don't know the podcast platforms that exist for other teams. Mm-hmm. But what I do know is that coming in to the Stanley Cup final year back in 2016... It was us and dudes on hockey. 
That was it. <laughs> that yeah. was fucking it. And so over the course of that whole time, KNBR, 95-7 the game, have given the Sharks the same consideration that they had six years ago. Nothing. Yep. But the fact that we have uh, teal tinted glasses, puck knowledgeists, mm-hmm. after dark, we've got locked on sharks, we've got fin yep. factor, we've got, I mean, uh, give me another one, chomp cast. With, yep. Uh, is there something else that I'm missing? Oh, Shang? Shang doing his thing. Shang, obviously thing Shang, yeah. yeah. San Jose Hockey. And Brody. Brody doing his thing. Ted Ramey, Sharks cop. Audio Network. So yep. the okay. fact that we have all of these things now that you can go take in. And the great thing is you can take them when you want to take them. Again, I, I look at it as a buffet. You you, mm-hmm. you take what you like. You know, you, you can try all the different foods and you come back and go, okay, I liked that. I'll have more of that on my plate, please. This one I didn't care for, so I don't need that. And you just go on. Yeah. So I think that's fantastic. If you, if you enjoy us, please subscribe, tell Thanks. a friend. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, absolutely. If you enjoy Locked On, if you enjoy Fin Factor, any of the other ones, f- subscribe to them. Absolutely. Yeah, the Show like, them the love. The thing, like, Give them the I, support. I, exactly. Like, I think that's that's the important thing is, like, if you like any, like, and again, it doesn't have to be just us, man. Like, I I, I listen to a lot. Like, every, like, you guys know I listen to a lot of Sharks podcasts because um, I try to have, like, a feel for what everyone's thinking, right? And, yeah. like, just support like whoever you do like it, it doesn't if it's not us fine cool whatever yeah. man like i don't care um and if you, you want to burn us an effigy i did this when sure. three people were watching <laughs> right like i did this when three people were watching i would do this with no one watching probably maybe not <laughs> i don't know but like support whoever you like please support them because this you know and maybe one day the actual media will actually give a shit but if not <laughs> like support the guys that are doing the work Right? That's the whole thing. It's like the ones that care about it, yeah, give, give them some love. And again, like, if, if it, none of us are in competition with each other, we've all got our own jam. We've all got like our that. own. I know, vibe. I know some people think like that, but like, again, I listen to a lot of different Sharks podcasts, and I like most of, like, I like most of the other people that do this, and it doesn't matter if they like me or not, right? Like, if they don't like me, that's, that's cool, but I like them, so it's whatever. Yeah, I again it, the buffet metaphor. It's check it all out, and if you dig it, yeah. subscribe, tell a friend, and if you don't, then shut the fuck subscribe, up. Tell a friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just say if you don't care for it, then you know what? Move the fuck on. Why? Why waste yeah, your time yeah. tearing down somebody? You know, support what you like. Yep. Yeah. And if you don't like it, then move the fuck on. <laughs> So yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. So with that, uh, I guess that's pretty much my final thought on the world at large. <laughs> if you like something, support it. If you don't, fuck off. It's great. Yeah. It's fine. Cool. Uh, so again, lot going on. The only thing that I can tell you, definitively, no speculation, is that there will be a draft next Thursday. That's what I can tell you, and uh, <laughs> that's that's all I can tell you at this point. Will a new Sharks GM be announced between now and then? We don't know. Please, God. Please. And so we're Please. not going to speculate whether there will be. We will just talk about it if and when it happens. So with that, I can tell you that the next time we go live, it will have to do with the draft. 
I'm assuming you guys one both of you I don't know some conglomerate of you because I'm out I'm on vacation so well, yeah I'll be I will be um I think night day one of the draft I don't work I'm not sure about day two um I know that when I get back uh once I get home I'll be talking to Jerk and Lacey about getting another TTG going I'm sure with everything that's happened we'll we could do a whole show on that and so look forward to more rehashing of all the same shit we talked about today but Maybe with some sober second reflection. There you go. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Ian, fuck guy. I'm still going to say this fucking team. <laughs> the, if anything breaks between now and Thursday, Ian and Puck guy will fix it. And then after that... As, we'll... long as, it's, it, as long as it doesn't happen Sunday, Sunday I'm on the road, I will not be able to do this. Well, somebody will pick up the slack, and then we move on to free agency and of course the eventual announcing of a new GM whether that happens in this calendar year we don't know we're not really <laughs> sure uh, but we, we just we just go with the flow so with that we thank you very much for watching again we're going to remind you uh, if you enjoy the content we deliver please do us a favor subscribe to us on our social media accounts whether it's YouTube Twitter Instagram Facebook Reddit whatever whatever is your favorite please use that option you can always support us and keep us commercial free if you use the Super Chat option on YouTube during our live shows, or better yet, hit us up on Venmo. You can find us at Teal Town USA, and that's all it takes. So with that, guys, look, it's, um, it's been a ridiculously odd last couple of months, <laughs> and I feel like it's going to get stranger before it gets better. So... <laughs> How many more carts can we line up without horses? At some point, a horse will walk in. And in fact, again, pictures are, didn't happen. If I don't see a horse outside of SAP Center, we have issues. So uh, between now and the draft, hopefully we'll see. If not, find us on Discord. If you don't know where to find us, hit us up on Twitter for that special link. And Jerk will give you the VIP all-access pass at Teal Town USA, at Hockey underscore Jerk if you want access to the 24-7 Discord channel. Aside from that, thanks for checking us out. Follow us on Teal Town USA. Check out the website, tealtownusa.com. Good evening, good night, good day, good afternoon. Everybody, enjoy. Happy 4th of July. And Canada Day!